This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome in here to the Friday Walkthrough. I'm Cole Carmody alongside Monty Spiller, and we are back for Season 2 as we preview Kansas State's 2023 football season a year after they are Big 12 champions. This year, we have a brand new sponsor for the show. It's Booth Creek Wagyu. Remember to elevate your tailgate this season with our friends from Booth Creek Wagyu. Their ranch is located just north of Manhattan and proudly raises authentic Wagyu beef from farm to table. Visit their retail locations in Manhattan and Overland Park or online at boothcreekwagyu.com. Well, Monty, K-State, they're still the Big 12 champions. Can they do it again, I think, is the main question, but I am so excited to start this season. Happy to have you back. Football's in the air. It's the best time of the year. It is. Um, yeah, it's good to be back. It is football season, but it's hot. <laughs> it is hot. Currently hot. 106 <laughs> degrees out, I think, as we record this show. This is correct. Um, this is correct, yeah. We're going to have plenty of time to dive into this, but the first thing I have for you is in these conditions, I mean, you're out there coaching. Right. Uh, for these big-time athletes, this is a major adjustment period right now. I know they have the indoor, but this might be something that kind of leads into the season, too. Yeah, if we know for the high schools um, in the local area, mine's included, that I coach for, we don't have the luxury of having indoor. And so we choose to go at 6 in the morning to get it out to protect the kids and the coaches for that matter. Um, but with K-State and programs as such, yeah, they do have the indoor, but I would uh, – have a hard time believing that coach doesn't have them outside at some points throughout the week because come next Saturday or Saturday, excuse me, they will be playing at six o'clock, but who knows what Kansas weather, Mm -hmm. it could be 85, it could be 95, it could be 102. You don't know. And what's crazy is I think I saw a tweet today that said Mike Gundy was anticipating their (laughs) opener to be a hundred and almost 50 degrees on the turf. I saw that. Insane. So hopefully we don't have to deal with that weather in Manhattan. The weather is hot. But, man, those Wildcats are hot, too. This is going to be a fun year. We'll have it all covered for you here at Go Powercat. Before we get going with this, make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're over 10,000 subscribers right now. That was a goal we had, but we want to go further. If you comment, leave your prediction for K-State's record this year. Do that. 
when you, whenever this is concluded, I'll go back. We'll look at the comments and give you a shout out if you were uh, had the right record. So right on, right we're going to give our record predictions at the end. But before we do that, we're going to talk about the offense in the first half, the defense in the second half. So let's just jump right into it. Um, this offense, I think, has the potential to be absolutely outstanding. What Colin Klein was able to do last year, it, it was impressive. But now he gets another full year. He gets a full year with Will Howard. I guess we'll start there at the quarterback position. The expectations for Will Howard are sky high. You know, Will has been through a lot. You know, it's easy to forget some of his highs and lows competing with other great quarterbacks that was here with him. And he never quit. He persevered. He never complained. He continued to work. And he understood his time would come. When Adrian Martinez came in from the transfer portal, everybody basically gave the keys to Adrian. And Adrian, I'm assuming, probably won the job. Mm -hmm. But Will never was a bad teammate. He was always there when needed. And an opportunity came. And he shined. And he shined in one of the biggest moments uh, in the Big 12 championship. And he looks bigger, stronger, more confident. He's a leader. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a captain, but if he wasn't, I'd be shocked. Mm -hmm. I feel was, like, yep. okay, good deal. He's a captain, and Will is what any uh, Power 5 school in the country want for your starting quarterback. And I think any NFL team yes. will want at the end of the season. If K-State has this season, I think that a lot of people, including myself, believe that they'll have. Mm -hmm. The NFL will come calling for Will Howard. Make no doubt about that. But it's not just Will, I think, in that no. quarterback room. I mean, that quarterback room is absolutely loaded. We were talking before the show started, but Jake Rubley won the backup job, which I think maybe surprised some folks. I know Avery Johnson, obviously, a highly touted four-star recruit. Another quarterback in that room, Adrian Lara. We've heard great things about with amazing arm strength. And then you get a kid in Jacob Knuth who walked on to K-State, was on scholarship at Minnesota, mm -hmm. had other Power 5 offers, decides to walk on at K-State. I mean, is this the deepest quarterback room in the Big 12? It, it sure seems like it. And, and if it's not, it's got to be close. No, I agree. I don't see any other, even with the incoming schools, mm -hmm. I don't see any other um, school with a quarterback room that deep. But what I want to look at is, what does that tell you about Coach Klein, Kleiman and Coach Klein mm -hmm. as far as getting guys that want to stick around and play quarterback, even though they probably could go elsewhere and be the starter. But these guys choose to stay. You know, Jake Rubley, I think it's his third year. Mm -hmm. You have a, a four-star, five-star guy coming in quarterback, uh, and he chose to stay, and he's competing. So what does that say about our coaches? It's the culture. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the culture that they have created, not just within the team, but within that room in particular, it's special. You're not going to find yeah. that at other places. Um, only one quarterback can play at a time. <laughs> I mean, so if you're a quarterback, it you have to swallow your pride a little bit. Mm -hmm. And we know. Injuries happen. So as much as we don't want to see Will Howard have some kind of injury, there will be a time yeah. when a Jake Rubley, when an Avery Johnson has to step in. Yeah. We'll see how that goes, but those guys are fully prepared. And speaking of depth, I want to go to the running back position now. And DJ Giddens, the Junction City native, is back. Deuce Vaughn is gone. Off to the NFL and your Dallas Cowboys. But someone who else is in is Treshawn Ward, the Florida State transfer, was missed a little bit of spring ball. He's back to full speed now. Man, that one-two combination of Ward and Giddens could be really good, and I'm not sure that there's a better one-two combo in the Big 12. I'm excited because you get a guy in Ward, he's a little bit bigger than Deuce, but the things that we did last year with Deuce and DJ, we probably can replicate that, if not even have more success. Mm -hmm. not saying that Ward's going to be better than Deuce, um, but you know nothing against Deuce because he's my guy, he's a cowboy now, but that's my hope that Ward can come in and be just as good, if not better, to help the Cats get back to the Big 12 championship game, but... Let's look at DJ. He played second fiddle to Deuce last year, which was warranted, mm -hmm. and he did his job. 
But as the year went on, I noticed they put more and more plays in there for him out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a great blocker. Um, he did a lot of stuff in the screen game. When they went empty, he was spread out as well, mm-hmm. and he was a threat. So I think DJ is going to have even a bigger role this year than he did last year. And he's a year in the system. He's bigger and stronger, and he was big last year. Mm-hmm. You know, And now people kind of know who he is. And if you didn't take notice, shame on you. He is going to surprise some folks. Yes. I, I mean, I firmly believe that this was a kid last year who um, people were questioned. That was a topic we had. To be, who's going to be the number two running back? Nobody mm-hmm. really knew. And DJ stood up and said, I'm going to do that. Yep. And, and he really did. And he got better as the year went on. I he think did. that was what was so special about DJ was the way he got better and how you mentioned it. He was just so much more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on DJ Giddens. This is going to be a kid who K-State is going to have to get the ball to. Yes. Treshawn Ward can do a lot of things. And I think he's going to have a great year. It wouldn't surprise me if they use Treshawn Ward more as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Yeah. But DJ Giddens is a legitimate, true running back. Yes. Treshawn Ward is very good. You go back and watch his highlights against Oklahoma in the Cheez-It Bowl, he mm-hmm. had a great game. But I think DJ Giddens is in for a huge year. Um, between those two guys, you, you, you're set. I mean, you've got to feel really good about that position. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where, and I'm pretty sure there are other guys in the uh, running back room that will have opportunities to play. But those are the two top dogs, it looks like, going into the season right now. And then moving on, looking at tight end, mm-hmm. one of my favorite players from last year, Mr. Senate, mm-hmm. I made a, a statement. I'm not a big fan of buying college jerseys, but if I were to, I would buy that, guys, because he's fun to watch. Yep. He'll, he'll hit you in the mouth. He'll block for you. He can get downfield. And when he catches the ball, one guy not going to tackle him. Mm-hmm. I saw him. I remember the Oklahoma game. He broke about four or five tackles on one play and made them look like little kids. And yeah. I was like, that was beautiful. Well, I'm glad you went there next because that's where I was going. <laughs> ben Sennett. I mean, that guy, this kid is going to have yeah. one of the best years that a K-State Titan has ever had. Yeah. And recently, K-State mm-hmm. hasn't used their Titans as much as I think they would have liked. You know, a few years ago, K-State brought in Daniel and Modern Baby. I think fans were really excited about him. He looked the part. Yeah. And he had some good games, but I don't think he ever fully lived up no. To where K-State fans wanted. Briley Moore was another kid who K-State brought in. The COVID year happens. Mm -hmm. He gets hurt. Doesn't really do as much as he probably should. A lot of things happened in that year. I think if Briley Moore would have came back, he would have had an even bigger year. Um, But that's a guy who had some talent and never really did as much as I think fans wanted. But Ben Sennett, man, I I look at Ben Sennett and I think somebody asked him at a press conference, who do you compare yourself to? And he said George Kittle. And I think that that is a perfect comp for him. He's not wrong. He he catches the ball when it's thrown to him. He can make guys miss. Last year he had that hurdle in the Texas mm-hmm. game. But people don't realize he is one hell of a blocker. He is. And he is. It, he, it is yeah. fun to watch. He takes pride in it, too. And it's one of those things where you see certain plays where uh, O-Lyman a pancake a guy. But tight ends, when he pancakes a guy, he has this big old smile on his face. And I love that he's a wildcat not playing for some other <laughs> team. And he does it often. And it's just fun to watch. And if you – like a lot of times people tend not to watch tight ends because they're not flashy like the receivers or the running backs. But watch them play. He's fun, and the guy's athletic, and he's not like some guy just lumbering down the field. He's smooth in his routes, and when he catches the ball, he's physical. Yeah, and I think the battle right now, if there is a battle on this K-State offense, it's for that number two tight end spot. Mm-hmm. Chris Clements talked about it at length. Who is going to step up and take that spot? Um Garrett Oakley, a redshirt freshman from Nebraska. That's one kid I know they've mentioned a lot. Will Swanson's played a little bit as well. But really, at the end of the day, it's Ben Sennett. Yeah. That is the stronghold at the tight end position. It, it, it's not a knock on any other tight ends, but when you have a tight end who is as special of a talent as Ben, mm-hmm. you wanted to, you want to get him on the field. Another battle 
<laughs> on this K-State offense is the wide receiver position. Yeah. There's three guys I think you and I both feel confident in. That's Phillip Brooks, that is R.J. Garcia, and that is the Iowa transfer, Keegan Johnson. Those three guys have a chance to be very special this season. Yeah, you're right. You know, K-State fans, we're familiar with Garcia. He kind of had a coming out party in the Big 12 game. And then Brooks has been doing what he does in the slot, special teams. He does it all. And then a young man from Iowa, um, I had the opportunity to watch some of his film and the kid can fly. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets one-on-one or he gets loose, good luck catching him. He he is talented. And he can do some things that maybe Malik Knowles couldn't do yeah. last year. Yeah. And and that's not a knock on Malik. Malik was a, obviously a very valuable member of this offense. But the way Keegan comes in and out of breaks mm-hmm. is special. Yeah. If there was one downfall, I think, of Malik's game last year, he would make a lot of big plays. But if he was in man coverage, yeah. it was hard for him to get open sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to have that issue with Keegan Johnson. No, and, and that's going to force defenses to make a decision. You know, are we going to double him? Are we going to allow him to be one-on-one? If so, take our chances, you know. And that, and that just kind of comes to hold for our offense. We we have a mobile quarterback. A lot of people don't realize that Will's mobile, but he mm-hmm. can run. He can still move for a big boy. And then what do you do? You're going to start to run, start to pass, but he adds a third threat. And then also, if you're going to go two men or two high, you got center in the middle that can break cover two. So what are you going to do? So he gives us options on the outside to force his defense to figure out, are we going to cover the inside or the outside? Either one, K-State has the ability to make teams decide which poison they're going to pick and be successful at it on that side. And there's some other guys behind those three receivers that are kind of jockeying for that fourth mm-hmm. and fifth spot. Jaden Jackson, uh, redshirted last year, is an Ole Miss transfer. That's a kid who might have a chance to see the field. Another kid, Sterling Lockett. Obviously, the Lockett name holds a lot of weight um, in the Kansas State program. You look at some kids, Irwin Nash, a former walk-on out of Olathe. Ty Bowman, another former walk-on out of Chanute. Mm-hmm. Xavier Lloyd from Blue Springs. A lot of local kids have an opportunity to step up and make a name for them themselves at the wideout position so that's what the first three games are for yes who can step up and solidify roles not just at the receiver position but for the whole entire team yeah you're right and the thing I, I love about the k-state staff that we have they're not afraid to play a freshman a walk-on a transfer they don't care who you are if you can play they're going to give you opportunity. And we've been known to do that over the past years, and even more so recently. I remember last year we had a lot of injuries, unfortunately, and guys were put in the game, and I'm like, who is this? And then they're making plays. So the guys you name that are the backups right now are fighting for for, uh, second team and potentially third team. They're going to get opportunities. You know, I hope that it didn't happen because of injury. Hopefully we're up enough in the game where we say, you know what, here's an opportunity for you to get some experience and see what they can do. It's going to happen. Yeah, it will. And as we shift to the offensive line, this is probably the area that I feel most comfortable about with this team. Um, Everybody's back. Mm -hmm. You get your five starters back. Bring back the beef was the motto in the offseason. They brought back the beef, and you get back Taylor Potier Mm -hmm. from the injury. I mean, this offensive line is looking like it could be special. We're healthy, we're experienced, and we have great depth. And that's one of those things. At O-line, that is the prime setup to make a run. And we don't want to get ahead of ourselves because ultimately, obviously, uh, the way things are set up now, you want to win your conference first because if you win your conference, you're in the Mm -hmm. playoffs, which Mm -hmm. is great. I'm loving that. But – to start out the first three games, if our O-line can stay healthy, we can get rolling. And our, our schedule, 
home and away is favorable in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that if our line get going, we're going to have a lot of success. Agreed. And now, for the most part, healthy. Like that. That is. That is. You got to stay healthy. Yes. At the offensive line position, there are some question marks. Christian Duffy still hasn't been practicing. He hasn't practiced for about a week or so. That's a guy who they're not sure if they'll have back for the first game. Mm-hmm. And a note about Christian Duffy: thirty-five straight starts for K State. Mm-hmm. It's remarkable. So that's a guy. I think when you get him back, you don't worry about it. But for these first two or three games. Yeah. That's a guy you know that will get back up to full speed. He'll be there, and and he'll be ready to go when his number is called upon. As we wrap up this first half, i got to ask you, offensive MVP, we'll start with that one first. This is tough. You know, it's kind of one of those things where with Will Howard being the quarterback, the quarterback is the premier position. They get all the attention. I'm I'm almost going to take the quarterback out just because Mm -hmm. that's one of those things that's given. I'm going to go with D.J. Gittin. I'm going to go with DJ. He, he's got a chance. Yeah, I'm going to go he's, with him. He's got a great shot. I, I've thought about this a lot, and I'm going to go offensive line here. Okay. I'm going to say a Cooper Beebe. Oh. <laughs> Future first-round draft pick. That's not a bad choice. I mean, if Duffy does indeed miss a few games, he can slide out to tackle if need be, but he can also play the heck out of left guard mm-hmm. and be the best offensive lineman in the country. So I'm going to say Cooper Beebe. Um as we wrap up the first half, newcomer of the year. On offense, not as many options to choose from. Really, you're boiling it down to Trayshawn Ward and Keegan Johnson. Right. Um, personally, I think Keegan Johnson is going to have an outstanding year. He, he has all the tools, and he can make every single catch. He's faster than a lot of DBs. He's going to have a special year. Uh, and I agree with you to that extent. He will have a special year, but I'm going to go with Mr. Ward just because he can play running back and receiver, mm-hmm. and that gives him more opportunities to touch the ball. And in open space, I think he can make more guys miss. You motion him out the backfield, you have him on the linebacker one-on-one. I think K-State is really good about isolating and finding the mismatch, and that allowed Mr. Ward to also find a mismatch. So I'm going to go with him for newcomer. Well, there you have it. The offense is going to be fun this year. There's going to be a lot of points scored. But in order to win games, you got to have some defense. We'll talk about that right after this short break. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back in here to the Friday Walkthrough. I'm Cole Carmody alongside Monty Spiller. Before we get going with the second half, we are sponsored by Booth Creek Wagyu. Stop into their stores in Manhattan, Orland Park, or online at boothcreekwagyu.com. Monty, let's talk about this defense. Lots of fun stuff to get to. So many storylines here. Mm. Where to even begin. So many different places. Joe Klanderman, a bunch of new toys to play with. This defense is going to look different. It, it's going to look different, but... You know, I got so much confidence in Coach Klanderman and, and his assistants. They do a really good job of getting guys ready. You know, um, in between breaks, I was just thinking about that goal line stop we had in the Big 12 Championship. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, kudos to TCU. They uh, were a great team, but I got us find a way. And, you know, me being a former defensive back, uh, I, I'm a defensive guy. Uh, I'm a proud Lynch Mob member. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch those guys play. Uh, Mr. Savage is back. He's one of the leaders. I, I'm just excited. 
let's start there. Let's yeah. just start at the safeties because Kobe Savage has an opportunity to be one of the best DBs in the last 10 years yeah. to come through this school. What he did last year as a first-year player, I don't think anybody saw coming. The knee injury was so unfortunate for not only the team but for him as well because he was on pace for an all-Big 12 type of year. Mm -hmm. And great that K-State won the Big 12 championship and he got a chance to be part of that celebration. But you do wonder a little bit, what does the bowl game look like with the healthy Kobe Savage? I don't know if it's 25, 30 points difference, but it changes the dynamic of things. That safety room is completely different. There's a lot of new guys. But I think Kobe Savage can be a leader back there. Oh, he is a leader. And, you know, and and the national media has taken notice. He's up for several preseason mm-hmm. awards. I know preseason doesn't mean a whole lot, doesn't carry a lot of weight. But it, it still just shows that a guy who didn't even finish the season mm-hmm. gets a lot of recognition and, and is a, a leader on the team. And just who he is as a person, not a player, and a lot of guys follow him. And I know he's ready to make up for what he missed last year. And like you said, if he's healthy in the Bama game, and I'm not saying we win the game, but it's a different game. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, K-State was up 10-0 at mm-hmm. one point, And a few breakdowns here, they got back in the game. Great team, nothing against those guys. But it's a different game in my opinion. But I think he's going to be a leader on the back end. And then um, with Mr. Payne, he was a freshman mm-hmm. who had a lot of snaps as a true freshman, and made some big plays in a big in big games. So he's somewhat of a seasoned vet coming into the season also. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Vijay Payne, he, he is. Yeah. When you get those snaps as a freshman, I mean, most most kids don't get those snaps. No. And so as a true freshman, I mean, it has to give you such a confidence boost to know that you're 18 years old <laughs> and you can go out there on a the field and compete with a bunch of grown men. Indeed, indeed. And he did, and he didn't back down from anybody, and he made plays. Sometimes you're gun-shy and you're kind of hesitant. He was in there laying the wood, mm-hmm. um, jumping balls, and telling guys where to line up. And that's something I saw a lot of young safeties. They looked to the older guys to say, hey, you line up here or you line up here. But he was telling the other guys where to line up. So you know he was he watched film, well coached, and prepared and confident. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a, a major plus for K-State in the back end. Um, you get two guys that played a significant amount of snaps last mm-hmm. year coming back. That third safety spot, by uh, all accounts, belongs to Marquis Siegel. Oh, yeah. And what do you know? Another FCS transfer playing in the secondary. If history tells us anything, Marquis Siegel is going to be one heck of a ball player. This is like year three that we've done that. And yeah. it's one of those things It's funny because you look at the guys that have came in and they bought in. And they were players at their previous schools. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times some people think they can't transition from the FCS to the FBS. But we've proven people wrong and continue to. And I'm with you. I think he's going to step right in, be another big-time player, be a dog on the back end, and bring the wood, make plays, and have a three-headed monster back there. And he, keep in mind, at North Dakota State, was a cornerback. Mm-hmm. Another player who was at North Dakota State <laughs> is a cornerback. Josh Hayes comes yep. to K-State. Now he's in the NFL. Yep. So there's a lot of parallels there, mm-hmm. and that's not by mistake. No, I mean, there's no way that this coaching staff looks at what those FCS FCS guys did and says, uh, they see exactly what happened. You are an FCS player. You have a chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. We are giving you an opportunity. Not every player can do that. That mm-hmm. is not something that happens a lot. But the skill set that Marquis Siegel possesses, is it's impressive. The question is, is there depth back there? That is an issue. And so as a former safety, mm-hmm. 
I'm curious to know your opinion on this, but there's three safety spots. If there is a fourth safety uh, who is really good, is it easy to learn all those three spots? I mean, that's kind of the the challenge that Joe Klinerman is having to deal with right now. Yes and no. It depends on who the individual is, to be honest with you. Everybody has different skill sets. Some guys are physically uh, equipped. Some guys are mentally equipped. And so you get those in-between guys. Some guys may not be as fast, but if they pick up, a position better than the other guy, and there's not a whole lot of letdown, coach will pull on, come on that guy to, to come in and make plays. Because most coaches, they you can be a great athlete, but if you can't get lined up, mm-hmm. they can't play you, mm-hmm. no matter how good an athlete you are. Because if you're in the wrong position, you're messing with the 10 other guys on the field. So I think K-State recruits well enough where they have guys that can step up. And you got to keep in mind, too, those ones and twos are competing, but then those threes and fours are scout team players against a dominant offense, so they're getting better every week. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're seeing slouches each day. They're competing against our ones and twos. So guys are getting ready, and if they're smart, they're watching film, they're talking to the older guys, they're seeing what's going on, watching other reps. But I think K-State has recruited well enough where we have enough depth there. It hadn't showed yet because they haven't had game experience, but those first three games, going back to that, hopefully they get the opportunity. I think think they're going to be fine. I mean, there's lots of names back there we could go through. there's a lot of guys that are competing for those spots, so it'll be interesting how it all shakes out. Cornerback. Mm-hmm. A lot of departures. A lot of departures. Echo Boydo, Julius Brents, the top two corners from last year are both gone. Jacob Parrish had settled into that third corner role by the towards the end of the season. He's back, and just from listening to all the coaches and players, Jacob Parrish has taken major strides forward. The Olathe Kansas native is set to be cornerback one. I am very excited to see what he and another guy who follows the same mold as Julius Brents, Will Lee, mm-hmm. tall, lengthy corner, guy who's stepped up in a big way. Those two guys appear to be your two corners heading into this season, and I'm excited to see what they can do. The fact that K-State plays three high safeties helps out the corners tremendously. And the fact that Mr. Parrish came in and made plays as a true freshman in big games, no pressure, local kid from the state of Kansas, baller, and, and he's a speecher. Mm-hmm. The kid can fly. Echo was a speecher. And then Miss Lee on the other side. Julius was a tall, lanky mm-hmm. guy. Had good speed on him. It's kind of like K-State replaces guys with guys they had. They have a system in place. They know what they need. Kind of like on offense. Mm-hmm. You had a deuce. Now we got a ward. You know, on defense, we had a, a Brents. Now we got a Lee. Um, Echo was a speecher. Uh, Parrish is a speecher. And we make it happen. So it sounds funny to me to have a corner, a true sophomore, mm-hmm. as a leader, in the cornerback's room, but I think he can do it. He is, and that's the kid. There's two guys with major chips on your shoulder, at major chips on their shoulder shoulder at, at the cornerback position. Mm-hmm. Will Lee, a Juco kid. Yep. People don't understand how hard Juco football is. Ain't no joke. I mean, it, you got to have, you got to be a certain type of dog to do that, and by all accounts, Will Lee is that. Mm-hmm. And Jacob Parrish, a guy who didn't get a scholarship till K-State until December of his senior year. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are two kids who have had to fight for everything. Yeah. That is going to show up on the field. And, and the depth behind them, that is where it gets interesting. Yeah. By all accounts, Keenan Garber seems to be that guy. Moved from receiver to cornerback. It's thrown into the Big 12 championship. Mm-hmm. He might be that third corner. But again, there's so much raw, untapped potential there. I'm excited for what Keenan Garber can bring. Yeah, and, and I, I'm with you too. And, and Garber, he makes some plays on special teams. Mm-hmm. And like you said, going from receiver to DB, he makes some plays in the Big 12 game as well. And and the announcers recognize, you know, young men from Kansas and so forth. But I think it goes back, a lot of people forget. You get some of these bigger schools, they recruit four- and five-star guys. That's not us. 
they're well coached. Mm. And a lot of people forget that. And so I don't panic when we don't have, quote unquote, quality depth. The depth we have, our coaches do a tremendous job of getting those guys prepared. And that's overlooked a lot. Not saying we overlook mm-hmm. it, but the national media tends to overlook that. And then all of a sudden when K-State comes out of nowhere, we're not surprised. Yeah. Because we know what our coaching staff is capable of. Mm-hmm. And that's one of those things people tend to forget. So I like being an underdog. I like people uh, underestimating us. It's going to be a fun season. And another spot where K-State seems to be underestimated at is the defensive line. Yeah. Um, you lose Felix and you DK Uzama. First round draft pick. You lose Eli Huggins, who had been here for forever. <laughs> those are two starters on the, two of the three starters on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. But you move Khalid Duke from his spot at linebacker back to the end. I, there might not be a player I'm more excited about on this team than Khalid Duke. He's healthy. That dude, man, I, when he got hurt, it, it broke my heart because he's one of my favorite players to watch. He was nasty. He could get out there. You know, uh, Felix was a, a baller, but I think Khalid could be just as good, mm-hmm. if not better. And I'm not saying that because uh, Felix is gone. I wish him luck with the Chiefs. But Khalid, when he's healthy, he wreaked havoc. He, he made people panic. Quarterbacks would leave the pocket because they saw him coming. He's gonna be special. I, I compare him Justin Houston in his prime. Yes, that is Ooh. that is exactly Ooh. who I see with Khalid Duke, and hopefully he can live up to that hype. Right. I mean, right. he 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 is an outstanding pass rusher. Another guy they got to replace is that nose guard position. Mm-hmm. A sleeping literal giant is Uso Sayamalu. Yeah. I mean, this guy is ginormous. He saw some playing time a little bit last year, but this is a guy the coaches can't stop talking about. I mean, yeah. Uso this, Uso that. He is going to have a big year literally a big, big year yeah. um, he, he's a big man and so at the nose guard position in, in the three man front all you got to do is eat up space yeah. if you can eat double teams you're going to give your chance for linebackers to make plays I think he's going to do more than eat double teams this year I, I know he will and think about this he's going to consume space but he's athletic mm-hmm. as a big man you get so many bigger guys who are just like you said clog up the hole and force keep the linebackers clean and, and takes, takes away from double teams and linebackers but this dude can take up two men and move the pocket back not just set, set be a rock in the middle mm-hmm. I, I can see him and slants, slant right, slant left, dropping in the zone when that yeah. blitz is wrong. I can see him doing a lot. So I'm excited for him to get his time in the limelight and complete and compete on the D line and make the, the the lynch mob even better. So you're right about that. Another one of those guys who hasn't played a lot of football. Yeah. I mean he just started playing he's high learning. school football his senior year is his first year of football. So he's got a lot of untapped potential as well. You go to that other DN spot, Brendan Mott and Nate Matlack. I mean again two guys that you feel really comfortable with who have had significant seasons in their time at K State. This defensive line I think people are sleeping on and I think that's a mistake. I'm glad they're sleeping on us. They're consistent uh Mott and, and and Matt like they're consistent. You know, they're not star guys, but they're consistent. They don't they don't beat you. And they're they're in the right spot. They make the plays when it's needed. If there's a fumble, they're getting on it. Yep. You know, so they they make the linebackers' jobs easier, right? Do. When the defensive linemen are good, it makes the linebackers' jobs easier. And K-State returns a lot of linebackers. Mm-hmm. Daniel Deuce Green back for a sixth year. I think people were shocked. I know I was shocked to see that. <laughs> we talked to him after the Alabama game and it sounded like he was gone. Mm-hmm. He makes a decision to come back. You get the machine, Austin Moore, back. Mm-hmm. Those two guys are special. And and then you got Des Purnell, another kid who ha- has completely added weight, completely transformed his body. Those three linebackers, you you got to feel good. The, and you talk about the linebacker, the linebacker room, the linebacker core. Those three are solid. Um, 
and Purnell, he transitioned from safety to linebacker. And the kid can move. Mm-hmm. Hayden, uh, Topeka Hayden kid. And like I saw an interview on TV, and he's thickening up. His upper body, his neck, everything looks proportioned. And I, I can see him being one of those in-between guys. You can bring put him at linebacker. You can put him at safety. You can bring him off the edge. He should have a good year if he stays healthy and he learns the defense like I know he can. I'm excited. And there's some true freshmen that are going to play. We talked to Joe Klanderman, and, and he said, there's going to be a bunch of true freshmen that play on that defense. One guy to keep an eye on, Asa Newsom from Iowa, K-State. That was a big recruiting mm-hmm. win for them. Another guy, he might back up Des Purnell. He's going to play. And one guy we haven't talked about in this linebacker core who played a lot last year as a true freshman again, Jake Clifton. Yes. He is the definition of a bulldog. That guy, I remember watching him play in high school. We had a chance to go down and watch him before an Oklahoma State game. I remember walking away from that game saying, this guy loves football. He loves the game. And, and you could tell it showed last year. He is going to be an outstanding player this year. If you go back to that goal line stance in the Big 12 game, he made a play. He did. He made a play, and people forget about that. True freshman, a lot of people don't know about him, but he made some plays. And that right there shows, if I'm a coach and I put a true freshman in the game, probably one of the biggest moments of our year, of our season, and I trust him. That speaks a lot about that young man. It is. The, the quality of depth in that linebacker room is tremendous. I mean, if you have an injury, there's not gonna be no. there's not gonna be anything that you miss with no any panic. of those guys. No it's gonna be it's gonna be great. Let's talk about the special teams here before we wrap up with the uh, defensive MVP and defensive newcomer. The kicking game is a question mark right now. Not a lot of people are really sure who's gonna kick. So I don't know how much we can talk about <laughs> that, but I know that the return game is gonna be interesting. Malik Knowles is gone, Phillip Brooks is back. As a as a guy who's a skill position player, and, and from a defensive player's perspective, I'm mm-hmm. curious what you think about this. If you're a defensive player and you can return kicks, does that change your mindset? I mean, is that something you're like, oh, I want to get back there and return kicks and make plays? I mean, because K-State has multiple defensive players who can be that second kick returner. Yeah, I think, honestly, I'm being biased, but I feel like you should have one receiver and one D-back back mm-hmm. there, two different styles. And, and the reason being is if a D-back – doesn't catch the ball, he can be the lead blocker. He gonna lay the head. He gonna hit somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate to play. Uh, Chris Cannon was a returner. Joe Gordon was a returner back when I played. Uh, Thomas Randolph was a returner. That's before some other guys, and, and, and they were dudes that can run and fly, and they did a really good job of that. After me, Terrence Newman was a returner. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's one of those things where people forget. So I think one of those young DBs has a shot. Why not? I, I think don't sleep on Jacob Parrish to be a returner. Yeah, I've been saying this. Not? You know, we'll see if it happens, but he returned some kicks and warm-ups last year. We'll see if that's something that they want to pursue. Uh, before we wrap up the show, defensive MVP, who you got? Ooh. Man, you know, we talked about Mr. Green coming back for a sixth year. I felt like he had a lot of unfinished business. He missed some time because of injury. Um, same as Mr. Savage. I want to be biased and go with my safety. But I'm going to have to – oh, man, that's a tough one. Can I have two? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Daniel uh, Green and and Kobe Savage. I think those are good answers. I think Kobe Savage would be my answer. The comeback tour for for Kobe I think is going to be real, and I'm excited. He's a great young man, and he's going to have an outstanding season. Uh, Newcomer of the year, for me, it's Marquis Siegel. I mean, we talked about him a little bit, but this kid is going to be special. He's going to surprise some people. He's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. There's multiple guys you could choose from, but Mm -hmm. I think Siegel might be the best answer. I'm going with you on that one. I'm going that that makes sense and it'd be hard not to go with that. So yeah, I'm with you on that. So yeah. Very good. And as we wrap up this show, we gotta do record predictions. I told you at the top. Comment what you think K-State's record will be on the final show of the season when we're previewing the bowl game, maybe the Big 12 championship, maybe a college football playoff. Who knows? We'll see. 
if you get the record right, I will give you a shout out. Hopefully, you got to have a right YouTube name. It can't be something stupid, but <laughs> we'll give you a shout out. Uh, I'm putting you on the spot. Before we wrap up, K State's final record, not including bowl game or Big 12 championship, 12 game regular season will be what? Oh, and, and call me crazy. And the reason I'm going this route, because TCU went undefeated last year going into the Big 12 championship, I'm going to say 11 and 1. I think that's a great prediction. I, I really don't think that is too far fetched. And, and I have been on the record before. I'm going to say ten and two. I'm assuming Big Twelve championship game. Yes. Again, I, I believe that to be the case as well. Now, maybe I could talk myself into eleven and one, depending <laughs> upon how K State looks the first few games of the season. Mm-hmm. But I, I know the schedule is hard. But you mentioned it earlier. The schedule you get for the teams you play at home, the it's teams favorable. you play at road on the road. It is favorable, it and is. I think this is going to be an outstanding season. We'll be here the whole way. Thanks for tuning in to the Friday Walkthrough. We'll see you next week to preview Kansas State as they open up their home slate and their season slate against Southeast Missouri. We'll see you then. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.